Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bit Effect. Today, it's time to dress like a vampire and put on your choker chains. It's time for the Gothies. That, that was like fancy, you know, like Emmy Award music. Oh, I was thinking you were going for like Phil Collins. Okay. I saw it in the chat, but I, I didn't think we were actually going for Gothies as the actual title. Yeah, it's been Look, the Gothies for if years. It means, <laughs> if, I can, if I can make a crappy joke, Mike, it means it's the Gothies, okay? Uh -huh. Oh my god. Fair enough. Welcome to the Gothies. <laughs> that was worth interrupting me for. Sorry. Jeez, you're so damn unprofessional. Okay. <clears throat> Joining me on this red carpet occasion is my good friend Craig. Do you know something I need to share with you? Is I got glass milk delivered, you know, glass bottles of milk delivered, and they never came yeah. to collect the bottles. So I put them through the dishwasher, and I'm drinking water out of a glass bottle of milk, and it's so satisfying. <laughs> like it's it's like the perfect thing to drink out of. Thanks, Craig. That's really relevant. That's did, you, did you get it chilled? Did you get it chilled in the same? capacity that it's chilled when it arrives to your doorstep yeah it's it's chilled it's nice it's good mm. i'm i'm happy sorry nice. um dave carry on <laughs> well uh excuse me i need to go to the dentist i cracked some teeth while i was gritting them <laughs> um with me to not discuss milk and their chilling environs is also my good friend mike yep i did put milk in my cup of tea but that's as far as i can go with milk today sorry dave Alright, well, that's better a little bit. It wasn't as... I'm presuming you're lactose intolerant? No. Uh, I, I think the lactose <laughs> should get all rights given to um, all creatures upon birth. I, how dare you say I'm intolerant of lactose? Um, Luke is not here uh, because he was here, got up to make a speech after he gave his award, but then he wouldn't shut up about all the injustices in the world, and so we just yanked him off stage with that big cartoon cane. Uh, hurt his neck, so don't don't yank people with a cartoon cane. Um, if you've never listened to a gothy before, I'm very sorry this is your first. But the standard procedure is we each bring three games to the table that we've enjoyed so far this year. They don't necessarily have to come out this year, but it's kind of our, okay, so what made an impact this year so far on you? Uh, it's always fun to see if anything brought up in the gothies actually makes it to our year-end episode. And to start us off, we're going to have Mike. What do you bring into the table? Right, Dave. Well, to kick off, um, I'm going to run parallels with this generation of consoles to give you a very short background to what's happening here. But yeah, I picked up a PS5 last year. Uh, I skipped the main release, which obviously was Demon's Souls. I've been very stingy with picking up any PS5 games. But... Um, for the PS4, there was a very similar story of a game which you had to have day one, which again I didn't bother with. Um, squad. So, obviously, obviously, no. Although, although nah, I don't know. There's no argument with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's no surprise that I think one of the most anticipated games ever for the PS4 was going to be Final Fantasy VII remake, and uh, it took me a good while. It took a hell of a lot of persuasion to get me there uh, i even dabbled in the original final fantasy 7 for a little while thinking maybe this will do uh but you know the the gods of gaming deals shined upon me and i finally picked this up roughly a month before it got added to playstation plus of course <laughs> always <laughs> and uh 
and proceeded to play like crazy through uh, Final Fantasy VII. Now, Final Fantasy VII, I think this was one of your previous almost runs next to uh, what was eventually our, our game of the year oh, last yeah, year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. And uh, coming straight off the back of Yakuza Like a Dragon, going on to Final Fantasy VII Remake, it felt like... You know, I think Yakuza came out of out of nowhere, pretty much. You know, it sort of it did its job, and you were thinking, you know, I, I was thinking Final Fantasy VII is obviously going to be better than this, but uh, you know, su- surprisingly, they both stand very tall next to each other. I think I, I think it would have been a close call for you, to be honest. But um, yeah, for Final Fantasy VII remake, I just I just went straight into it. I was playing it for hours and hours. I was doing the sort of things that I've not done for years, which is you know playing like eight nine hour sessions sort of staying up till stupid o'clock <laughs> which i rarely do anymore and um yeah i just absolutely enjoyed enjoyed everything out of it i'd read a lot about it in advance i'd not had anything really spoiled i'd still say there wasn't really that much to be spoiled in the end anyway no i think the spoilers um, were mainly all wrapped around oh hey guys they changed stuff and can you remember since it's probably been 20 years since you played this anyway? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, how did you uh, feel about the changes out of curiosity? Yeah, I really didn't pick up on them too much. I think the first one was the uh, the guy in the coat who's who's like sort of like, um, you know, he's one of those is he off the crisis core sort of timeline thing? Um, of um. Sort of like funny people with lost memories and all that sort of. I'm gonna leave it vague. You know, cult, just, the cult, just in case. Yeah, I, I don't know 100. percent All the stuff with ghosts. But yeah, that's that's the first time I knew. Oh, and the ghosts, and the ghosts. Yeah, I was thinking this seems funny, but I thought it's not a massive shock. It looks cool. What's what's the problem there? Um, now, obviously, you've told me since that there's a lot of deeper meaning to all of this. But being me, I I'm quite happy looking at it at a superficial level and being been pleasantly happy with this game and pretty things look pretty so man. <laughs> yeah pretty much and and it plays well there's there's nothing really that i could see bad with it apart from the obvious Ooh, some of these textures look a bit funky here and there and you know i'd been prepped for that in advance i've now got the upgrade to the ps5 version which i had a quick dabble with last night for the first time i think it just got released just a couple of days ago um and yeah, yeah, it's, it looks pretty much the same. <laughs> How did you um, get Sadly, along with the battle system? Because I struggled a lot. Um, I've I really enjoyed it. I like this sort of thing. I like where you get, you know, a mix up of the two. It feel, I mean, it's the same as you use like a dragon in a way. You know, you feel like some of it's a bit, you know, a few different mini gameplay mechanics to it. It feel feels like there's a lot. It feels like an advanced version of Final Fantasy Fifteen when you're doing your actual fighting out in the field, but then having the menu-driven stuff as well thrown in sort of like breaks breaks the pace. It, it is a, a nice hybrid of the two. I'd, it feels good. It's the sort of thing I like, to be honest. It's, the, it's quite tailored to the way I like to play games. You know, you can use that menu as just a breathing space, and then it's like there's not too much to micromanage, so you feel like you're always pretty much in control of everything. Oh, that is very different um, than what I felt. I, I, it was chaos, like eighty <laughs> percent of the time for me. Really? Yeah, because because I went in kind of with the like fifteen mindset 
and I know we talked about it before, so I'll keep it brief. But yeah, I was just whacking things. I wasn't really using like like magic, and I went through almost the whole game just beating oh, no. on stuff with a stick. Oh sugar. No, I was I I quite I didn't think I was going to gel with it as much because like first of all I was going, oh what the hell is Aerith doing? Why is it that when I press these, hold this button, press it three times, and it'll do all sorts of I had no idea how a magic system was working, but I think by just pure fluke, I managed to get through the game and have her as quite a quite a potent character. But she did feel like a, a bit of a a bit of a change to the whole whole rest of it. I mean it felt like Barrett was just, you know, just he's gonna lock in place, he's gonna do his armor skin, he's gonna do oh, his Oh yeah, he's taking spank. Uh Oh yeah, he's he's ace, he's ace, and and the thing they you know they bring in all these little tiny like um, what do you what would you call it sort of like uh, quick time points, not really quick time points, sort of like situation for certain character bits where he pulls out his gun and starts blasting bits yeah. and stuff like that, and it just felt cool. It felt like they really sort of took everything about Final Fantasy VII that I liked and sort of pushed it to the next level. I think the only real letdown you could say, which is sort of the case with the original anyway is of course it's quite quite linear con- considering you know if we look at pictures of final fantasy 7 on the ps1 now we'll go yeah it was you know you can go wherever you want blah 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 not strictly true oh, really no no yeah it's it's very <laughs> very linear Express, uh, i mean it opens up a little bit once you leave midgar and you get the uh like the boat and then the the broken down plane mm. but even then it, it's more of the it's non-linear but don't go over there because you'll die yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's there's nothing really lost in the translation for me. I don't see any any negatives, and I, I, I yeah, I I can't see anything wrong with it. It's it's definitely a game of the year contender for me. All right. Uh, before we move on, Mike um, and Craig, you can chip in too. It's been a while since we've talked about it. Uh, who is your favorite character to control? Um. It has to be Cloud, really, doesn't it? Oh, really? I, I, I kind of defaulted to <laughs> yeah, yeah, hold... No, I liked... Oh. Although Tifa's pretty cool as well. Tifa's ace. Like a crazy somersault kick. True. Jump in, super smash stuff. And that um, that crazy one at the end, what was it called? Like Rainbow rainbow Sparkle or something stupid. Where it, like... <laughs> it was crazy. It was, it was cool. Yeah, was cool. I was the same on the... Oh, oh, no, sorry, I was just going to say, I was the same on the Earth side of things. Generally speaking, though, like that, when we played that, whenever we played it, I, I hadn't played the original for so long, and I only ever played like a bit of the first disc and all this kind of stuff. So I didn't know, like I didn't know what bits were new and what bits were old or anything. I just thought it was, it was kind of good. It was good. I mean, I would imagine, unless you're somebody like me that recently played it, that's going to be most people. Most people are like, oh, I remember the big parts of it, but I don't really remember the connecting sinews. So yeah, it works fine. Yeah. I remember there was, I don't, I'm not knocking it in any way, but I, I just remember one point where I thought, oh my God, this feels just, this is agonizing. And it's when you're with Aerith, the, the start or somewhere, and you have to get from the roof of the church to somewhere else, and you're climbing over rooftops, and I was just like, oh my God, hmm. let me go. Oh, I roof. love that bit. Let me get <laughs> off I love that bit. <laughs> I think we spoke about yeah. this before, and I remember yeah. you, you convinced me that it was good exposition wise and general kind of. Pace changing, what you like? You were very glowing about it. We're gonna have deja vu about this. All right, we're gonna we move are. on. Okay, so uh, like like Mike, uh, not the movie, uh, but like this Mike, 
I'm going to bring up a PS4 game because kind of like him for the I finally got around to playing a Plague Tale Innocence and it's really good like in terms of a um kind of artsy stealth story based game it had a lot going up against it for for me to like it because you know there's not very many mechanics oh hey one of them is stealth that's never good um but the story really, really clicked for me. And I mean, some of it is going to do because it takes place during the Black Plague in like an alternate kind of France. So immediately I'm like, oh, hey, it's the Black Plague. This is cool. Um, for being a focus home interactive game, and we all know what that means. Awesomeness. Um, like the- it means really cool ideas. <laughs> maybe not the best, you know, execution on those ideas. Uh, for this one... Oh, God. No, you're absolutely... I hold them as in high regards as you hold Capcom. They are just... <laughs> what? what was that? Can you repeat that? <laughs> I think I think that that had to be a purposeful jab, right? Of course. Like, nice snort, of... by the way. I know, sorry. I'm like, I'm trying to stifle the fact that I'm just taking the piss. Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah, so of Orcs and Men, up there with Street Fighter. Um... <laughs> No, so so uh, I was going in with um, middling expectations, like kind of like when I played the Sinking City or other Frogwares games that Focus has published, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. I actually kind of blew those expectations out of the water. I really enjoyed um, the stealth, which is weird for me to say because I, I don't uh, enjoy is. stealth. Yeah. Um, I, I really the main character was great. The story took an interesting turn without going too bonkers stupid. Um, and it uh, actually had enough characteristics to where you felt emotional based on what happened in the story. I was very, very impressed by it. And I take it, nobody else has played it. Off the back of previous conversations, I have freshly downloaded it onto the Xbox, and it's next on my to-do list. When I next boot up the Xbox, it's a plague tale. Um, yeah, and it's not very long. It took me seven hours to get through, which is why I think I, I definitely didn't complete it more than once. Like, it, it's it's a very short game. Um, and it was enough for my daughter. She she walked in and watched a little bit of it, and then she's like, okay, I'm going to play this when you're done. Let me know. And then she ripped through it. So, I mean, it's, it's a really cool game. The end of it, the mechanics-wise, gets kind of stupid. It's the only thing I would knock it for. But it has that video game thing of, well, we have to up the escalation somehow. How are we going to do it? And you can't really, um, like, Craig, I'm curious to ask you this specifically. Like, is there a way to up the escalation on stealth without just adding a buttload more people and making it frustrating? I mean, not just people, but there's obviously, there's other things that can happen. But it is generally, like, you're stealthing to avoid people or being spotted. So there is only so much you can, you can do. Yeah. I actually, I read a really good thing. It was one of those... This is only slightly related. I'm really sorry, but it made me chuckle. One of those, what would be a really terrible superpower? And it, it was the bagpipes of invisibility. So you turn invisible whenever you play the bagpipes. That's pretty brilliant. Not really related to this conversation, but enough that I brought that up. <laughs> I, I would funnily enough funnily enough it is actually related in a weird way because I believe Glasgow was a area an airport added to Microsoft Flight Simulator oh. in the last year 
And Microsoft Flight Simulator is actually developed by the same people as this game. It is. It is. The late... Um, And they share a very similar name to the people who make Astrobot. But I can't um, remember the name 100%. It's like a Sobo. A Sobi. No, no, a Sobi's the Astrobot people. Astrobot. (laughs) So so it might be a Sobo then. Yeah, it's it's, it's a Sobo. Yeah, they're also the, the crew two people. Which makes me sad, but I'm glad they got mm. their act together to do Playtale Innocence. So yeah, if you haven't played it, it's really brief. It's well worth the time, I would say. Like like it's it's still enough in my list of this year to maybe make it to the end of the year if I don't play a lot of stellar games. So yeah. All right, Craig, what do you got? Hang on, I've closed my list. Sorry. I, I... Oh my gosh, so unprofessional. <laughs> it's only three items. I know there's six. I still need, I'm, I'm doing this on yeah, the fly, mate. Craig's, oh, Craig's going to sneak in some other stuff. He's going to mention a bunch of uh, stuff. That is a really good observation you had there, Dave. Um, oh, <laughs> Rutger Howard's here? <laughs> no, that's, that is Observer. No, um, my first one is a random one that I wanted to talk briefly about. I don't know if you've played it. But I got my hands very early in the year on Sackboy, A Big Adventure. And that game, it was one of the first PS5 games I played. I've actually got two more PS5 games on the list for tonight, for some reason. But Sackboy... Sackboy, well, what does it do? It takes everything that I kind of like... I liked about Little Big Planet. It takes things that I love from, you know, Super Mario 3D World, which is like I hold in the highest regard, and it just packages it up in a really nice smile ear to ear way. They've integrated, you know, like music levels. So you jump into a level and Uptown Funk starts playing, and it's in time to your movement. So, um, you know, like in a traditional 3D platformer where you have to bounce three platforms. It's mm-hmm. done in such a way where everything's in time to the music. A bit like sound shapes type musical platforming. Or like those those Rayman Legends levels. Yeah. Where you're doing exa- it like Black Betty. Yep, exactly. And I'm just sitting playing this, smiling away. It's the best 3D plat like full th- I know we love Astrobot, but it's the best full package 3D platformer I've played in really quite a long time. It just charmed the pants off me. I'm looking just now, I've got 26 hours played in it, and that was completing it, plus collecting some other stuff, and it's got a great pace through the core levels, it's got all the optional challenge levels that you would want, it's got time trials that get more and more difficult, it's got that extra bite there if you want it, but at the core of it, you can dress your sack boy up in a tiger outfit and just run about listening to music. It was just, it just made, and I'm smiling right now thinking about it, it just made me so happy well, stop it. to play. Sorry. This is not fun. <laughs> can we talk about the elephant yeah. in the room? Rutger Howard? So, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's quite fascinating that a little big planet game is essentially here, which doesn't have a creation. Yeah, hook. yeah. <laughs> that's, but I think that's probably a bonus because I hate it. Same that's here. Thing. I mean, I, Stephen Fry <laughs> is adorable, but I hated mm-hmm. every little big planet game I've played. I think the the good thing about Sackboy, they've ditched Stephen Fry obviously for a start. But the good thing is, I always Aww. found I always found Little Big Planet 
charming to play and Stephen Fry was good narrating it and then they brought in was it Hugh Laurie for Little Big Brother and at three as well played one of the characters so you had Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie and I thought this is ball a little bit of it it's a little bit yeah let's see what he did there balls balls off charming loved it to bits and and I didn't think it could get better than that and just in terms of charm and, and niceness and so I, I Genuinely, a solid recommendation is that sack boy. It's it's cracking. It really is. Um, um. Now, out of curiosity, does it get rid of this? Did they rework like the slippery platforming that was in one, two, and three? Yeah, that was my big problem with it. Everything was slippery and floaty, and yeah, there's there's no slippery. There's no real slipperiness or floaty. Maybe a wee bit of floatiness. Nothing too bad. It's like you can change direction midair. You don't feel like you're in zero gravity, but. There is okay. There's a nice feel to it. They do th- interesting things with the controller because obviously DualSense Five is it a DualSense Five now DS Five yeah. Um, DualShock Five. DualSense, Dave. <laughs> you've DualSense. got to sense it. <laughs> um, they do interesting things with that, like like we saw an Astrobot. So use the the touchpad to roll a ball, and you know, like we things oh, like yeah. that. Undo zippers. The triggers click at the appropriate places. Oh, I'm gushing. I'm sorry. I didn't think. So it's a tech demo, but also a worthy game. It's not just a tech demo. It's definitely like Astrobot is just a tech demo. That's kind of cool. It's not okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, you've convinced me to try uh, a game in another series that once I tried it, I was like, oh, this is amazing. Now, yeah, might be the same for Little Big Planet. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, it's. Because it, it does, it gets rid of all the bits of Little Big Planet that I didn't like the creation mode either. I didn't really like a lot of that, um, the way they did the hub world. And it's almost similar here. You do have a 3D overworld that you can run about and find hidden things. It's just a play. If you can pick it up cheap enough, do it. And that is my big adventure. That's what I did this summer. Um, uh, are you insinuating that you're the are you the sack boy then? Because I ha- I have seen pictures of you looking down at your socks and I've noticed some little things popping out, but I didn't realize that was hey, your nickname all the time. Why don't you send these pictures to me? Well, have you not seen the one with his leg up? Where his legs I've seen his legs, but I've never had any inkling of other things. As far as I know, he's a Ken doll. <laughs> it's not that wasn't an artifact. Oh dear. Oh boy. Anyway. Oh. Anyway. Alright, gut check time. I just watched Boogie Nights today. Gut, oh, gut check. Well, that, oh, oh, anyway. Gut checks. <laughs> you do, no. um, I like Boogie Nights. Um, I like gut checks. Yeah. Alright, guys. So we are in the, the, the new age of the future. We've done this seven times before, but we're here again. What's the game you've played so far this year that made you go, oh, thank God I own a next-gen system? Um... I don't know if I've spoken about it before, but Sack... No, um... Uh, what's the game I've played that... Probably, for me, this is good because it gets rid of, you know, some of the some of the issues that I've had here. But for me, it's Hitman 3 because the next genness of it, not only did it introduce things like your clicky trigger on a gun, it's the perfect way to shoot someone when you're sniping people... And you can feel that clicky trigger. It's it's just a fantastic thing, and I've I've never felt anything as feely as that in my hands for a long time. It's it's 
it's just a great thing. But they also took all of that power from the next genness, and instead of just saying, okay guys, we'll make the levels load instantly, they channeled all of that extra power into much more AI pathing and scripting, and they, they could build bigger, more complicated levels, so they took the next gen and didn't just go, yeah, let's load everything quickly, they actually harnessed the power of it, and I think it was really, it was really nice to see that that early in the generation, rather than just doing a tech demo or a clicky triggers. It was a good, yeah, a good okay. use. So, happy. I watched you play a good majority of the game, and I still yeah. plan on picking it up, so that should say mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Uh, Mike? Yeah. Uh, whew, that's a question. That's a question and a half. I think you're going to get a bad answer from me, really, because I... Is it Doom? I don't think I've seen anything. I've not seen... I've not... <laughs> oh, God. Don't bring that up again, please. <laughs> um... But yeah, I'd, I'm really struggling with this. It feels like everything's thrown me a resolution option or a performance option. And I'm supposed to be at the point now where my vision's starting to fail me, I'd think. But that's not the case because every time I go for a performance option, I see a noticeable amount of blurriness to a picture. And I don't know, nothing's working right. Control, I feel like if I go for the 30 frame per second. Uh, ray tracing option I'm I'm left with a half the game if I go for the 60 frames I'm thinking where's my ray tracing uh, I know the answer's out there with Ratchet and Clank and Spider-Man but even then I've heard they, they dropped I, I don't know my eyes just seem to be picking up on this stuff a lot more I, I got a patch for uh, Star Wars The Fallen Order just yesterday and um, I gave it a, gave it a blast. I thought, you know, I've got the Series X now. It's gonna be this gonna be an easy choice. You know, I I can either have the, the super high def looking 4K stuff, or I can have um, a 60 frames per second. Again, I went into the 30 frame per second 4K, and I thought this looks really nice, but it plays like a slug. <laughs> and then I jumped over to the 60, and again, all that blurriness just pops up. And for some reason, I didn't think I'd be able to see 1440p and say, ooh, that's that's not 4K anymore. But uh, they're just doing some... I don't know what's happening. I don't know why I'm given so much choice over this stuff when uh, nothing seems to look right. The only thing that's done the job is AstroBot for me. But I've not, you know, I've not jumped out. I've not tried Resident Evil Village. I've not got Ratchet and Clank yet. I didn't pick up Demon Souls. Um, Demon Souls to my eyes looks fantastic, but I don't have the same problem with you about 30 FPS. I don't even like my eyes, uh, being as bad as they are, like my bottom, my glasses are like Coke Mm. bottles bottoms, um, are, I can't tell above 1080p really. Like if I'm being honest, it's very hard for me to notice anything above 1080p, which for me, It, it works. Like, I couldn't tell you the difference between seeing something on a DVD and a Blu-ray. I just couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. yeah I, Demon Souls is a very good-looking game to my eyes. I mean, I... Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, no, I, 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 I think I think Insomniac is spoiling us all, though, by the sounds of it, because it seems like they've got the whole package. They've got a 30 FPS no one else 4K ray tracing mode. Then they have a 60 FPS... Um, mode and then they have performance mode. Then they have sixty FPS with no ray tracing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's 
it's it's crazy. I don't know how they're pulling it off. And the thing is, they also put then their own little secret source that will like temporal injection stuff to make it all look. Yeah, because I mean, super even when we played eye. the Ratchet and Clank on PS4, we were all like, "This doesn't feel like a 30 FPS game." And how many of us have jumped back to check the 60 frame per second patch, which came out the other month? Right, can, can I interject mm. and just say that you can interject on on that control subject, Mike. I. Tried the 30 frames a second ray tracing, I walked about, put it to 60 frames a second, and I think that moment solidified the fact that I just can't go back to, you know, like, once you go 60 frames per second, you can't go back. Like, it's, and I know Ratchet will do something spectacular, even if it was, because the last one was 30 frames a second, and I'm sure at some point, either all of us or some of us were convinced it was 60 frames a second, because of everything Yeah, I know, I couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the one game that's just threw smooth, me off. It's it? really smooth, but man alive, sixty frames. And then I've been playing Neo at one hundred and twenty frames a second, and that that is silky, <laughs> silky smooth. It's really, it's really special, and I th- I'm willing to drop resolution to not have ray tracing to just go for performance because I think that makes the game feel better. Well, all you guys need to do is damage your eyes a little more, and then you'll be fine. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I the thing is, I've bought so much into the hype that I, I mean, I even you upgraded did. from a Series S to a Series X. I've I've still got the Series S upstairs. I've not played it since I moved it upstairs. <laughs> funnily, funnily enough, but you know, even then, I thought I'd see a huge jump over the Series S to the Series X. Not really the case. You know, I think Forza Horizon Four looks. Pretty much the same, unless you get your eyes really close to the screen, and then you go. I don't know. the The wow factor is not there for me yet, but I don't think I've got the right games to test that just yet. I mean, something like Returnal, I've heard it actually runs at like 1080p, but they make it look super cool. Well, that looks ace. There's, there's I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, that, some of it's down to stylistic design yeah. too. Have you have you oh, read about yeah. the Biomutant? The barnacle is the barnacle a word? I don't know. But it's running that bad that they've had to completely nerf it back to 1080p because it won't keep 60 frames a second or Oof. even maybe 30. So they've they've nuked 4K yeah. and they're doing some funny ups, upscaling, upresing thing, but it's it's a hot mess. Yeah. But the thing, the difference is, Craig, I don't think Biomutant was ever on my oh, radar. See, I, oh, it was mine. Surprise. Same year. <laughs> Sorry. It was... But but I think they they've got it all backwards. They seem to put this message out about selling a PS5 copy of it and all sorts. And I don't think there is a native PS5 version of the game. I think it's just the PS4 version with some sort of half upgrade and all sorts. You know, it's it's crazy. It seems like Sony's getting a lot of flack for all this not doing backwards compatibility stuff. But just remember, when the PS5 was about to come out, we didn't even know PS4 games would run on the thing full stop. So it's like. You know, you can't. Well, that is, this has happened. You can't have your cake and eat it. Every gen since yeah. PS2 into PS3, mm. which oh. is only two, but yeah, it's been a long time. Oh, guys, um, what would we be saying right now if the PS5 didn't play PS4 games? I, well, kind of like the PS4 gen when we went from PS3 to PS4. And I mean, luckily, Xbox users didn't have to go through that, but there, there was a time where I was playing as much PS3, if not more, than PS4. When I had it. And that's also why you end up playing things like Knack. And then going, huh, I played Knack. Okay. Um, myself? Well, I mean, yeah. I f- sorry, sorry, just to, just to complete it, I think Astrobot is the example. 
But I think something like The Last of Us Part 2, seeing that at 60 frames per second, that's not far behind, to be honest. Even if it's not pushing the pushing the resolution up as much as you'd like, it, it looks ace. Um, myself, uh, it's a game I haven't finished, and I hate using games I haven't finished as an example. But um, Resident Evil Village, like I am, I'm very, very glad that I have a PS5 for that. And it looks good. And it plays good, but more on that after I finish it. I mean, I haven't finished it. Uh, my my ne- my next pick, because I'm going first this time, my next pick is going to be, everybody saw it coming, Monster Hunter Rise. <gasps> what? Fuck me, I have to rewrite my <laughs> list now. A game I am disappointed in, but that disappointment is so high level that I don't think it affects the game at all. Like, like uh, a good example would be, let's say you're playing um, Doom Eternal, for example. Um, and the game is spectacular. It's great. It does everything you want Doom it to Eternal. do. Doom Eternal? Fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, let's say you're playing a game like, um, uh, well, uh, yeah, okay. Let's, let's say you're playing Monster Hunter Rise. And it does everything you want it to do. It's a, it's a good Monster Hunter game for beginners. My daughter finally started playing Monster Hunter. and She's got 70 hours into it. It's very friendly to newcomers. But if you're coming from like six other Monster Hunter games, there's some things that will start to irk you. Like, first of all, it looks like ass. Like, it looks like ass. It does that switch dithering thing. And it doesn't seem to drive anybody nuts but me. Um, but but I, I don't like the way it looks. Um, and then there's, it's all high level stuff of like, ah, the gun lance isn't, isn't, you know, that, that great for me to play or, oh, they changed the lance move set. I don't like that. Or, you know, the whole, the elemental damage, they didn't change it all from, at all from world. It's, it does, it's still not viable once you get towards the end. If you're pushing like, like I want to try to kill it in three minutes. Um, it's all really high level stuff. That I don't like about it. Uh, if you're just looking at it as a game, it, it's spectacular. It's wonderful. Um, I, I really love the the change from world to back to like a, a small Japanese village. Uh, the story has a little more work put in. I, I, I like the game. Of course I like the game. It's Monster Hunter. But I was a little disappointed in it. Enough to where now that I finished it, I put, uh, I think I think up to 400 hours, I think, or close to it. Uh, I won't be playing this very much more now that... Unless until DLC comes out, like that's enough. I'm done with you. I, I'll still go back to World because World was fantastic. But yeah, so I only got 300 hours out of this Monster Hunter or 400, whatever it was. What a shame, um, Mike. I was going to say that's quite good value for money, isn't that? Like 10 p. Oh, per oh hour. yeah, it's <laughs> it's great. But I mean, Monster Hunter World gave me you know 2,000 hours. So, I mean, it, it, and I, I realize this is a portable okay. Monster Hunter, which, you know... And this is also an unfinished thing. No, it's finished I, I now. the stories. No, there's more to go. No, no, like 3.0 was it. Like 3.0 was everything that was supposed to be a base game that got delayed because of COVID. Anything after this is going to be DLC like Iceborne. Or... I thought Capcom were announcing at E3 the next update. Uh, that's going to be event right. stuff, like event quests. Like event quests with Monster Hunter Stories 2. Event quests with uh, some Japanese company that I can't remember the name of. Uh, it's not anything big like 2.0 or 3.0. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, okay. and this is also the that. first, like, base game that's come to the U.S. since Try. 
Like, there's no master rank, no G rank, none of that. It's just base Monster Hunter. It's fine. It's fine. I, I don't want to sound like I hate it. I, I don't hate it. I like it a lot. It's just, I want, mm. I wanted more, but that might just be my insatiable appetite for Monster Hunter. Yeah, and I think I think the other point to take on board is I, I've always been in the background going, oh, I really want to play Portable 3rd HD at some point. And, and then you sneak in after me saying to everyone, should I spend £11 getting an import copy from Japan <laughs> for the PS3? And Dave goes, sneaks in, completes the bloody thing inside out in the space of about 10 days and then tells everyone <laughs> like only about only about four years after i originally asked that question i'm sorry i, I know the statute of limitations <laughs> but is five that, but i, I got answered i think i i do think i do think you've delved a little bit too deep into the rabbit hole because i mean i've seen you on the psm playing monster Hunter world for years now uh, way after i've stopped even playing it and and uh, I don't think my fifty hours is much to sniff at, really. No, no, no. I've, it's good I think job. I've got just a good experience. I I still haven't finished the story stuff because I think that's going to be locked behind Hunter rank at this point. I don't know why it's not popped HR, up. But, uh, um, HR one hundred is like you've unlocked whoa. um the last. I don't want to name it just in case, but you'll know him okay, as the end fine. boss of GU. He's in Rise now. Okay. Right. All right. No, that's 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 fine. I I will be I will be proceeding on, but I feel like I feel like I got a good amount out of it. And you know, the thing is, this was on my bloody list until you just mentioned it. Yeah. Shit. But, <laughs> that's twice. That's twice. <laughs> that this is this is one of the rare games where I don't think thirty frames per second matters to me. You know, knowing there's no other option, well, apart from waiting for the PC version, which I was never going to do yeah, anyway. Yeah, no, it's nuts. Um, you know, it's like, yeah, I. I, I just loved this. And I loved I loved World before it. I loved all the 3DS entries uh, well, that I played. <laughs> you know, it's... I don't know. I, don't, I, I think me and you both went into this originally saying, you've heard rumblings, this is a shorter one. This oh, is, it, yeah, it's know, quite short. That. Yeah. And it's, it's all true. It's all true. But I think the quality's there. I think, you know, every second I was spending with it, I don't know, some Monster Hunter games you feel like you go out of the way for, say, four or five hours just doing stupid, stupid shit, to be honest. Like, picking up eggs and doing random stuff you don't really care about. And it felt like it felt like the, the difficulty of it all matched up. Like, you could play the single-player stuff, then move on to the multiplayer stuff, and even continue that solo as an extra entire game, yeah. pretty much. So, I think it had a good, a good thing going for it. It's just... I mean, we blasted for it. Didn't well, that we? and, and we're coming we off of it's like coming off of for you and then getting cross. It's like oh, there's just not near as much yeah. here because we came out of a game that was you know Monster Hunter World, which was a good couple hundred hours, and then Iceborne added another couple hundred. It, it was just and for you, yeah, for you was an absolute monster. We I don't think we all completely. I don't know whether you fully got around to it. No, it started to hurt my hands it, a lot, so I had to stop. No, no, but, but again, that, but that's even we an were, ultimate we game. So I mean, well that's that's a lot of expansion stuff mm. thrown in. Whereas you know, Portable Third, like Portable Third, is insanely short, like shorter than yeah. than Rise, short. So I think it's just that that expectation of we've never really gotten base games. We always get ultimate editions, other than Try, because Try was insanely short too. So yeah, it, it if you're looking to get into Monster Hunter, this is literally the best possible way to get into it. And the best way to get your sort of House of the Dead overkill style kicks out of uh, the intro scenes for the monsters. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Craig, like, 
the, the monster intros are uh-huh. all these like poems that are done in that grindhouse oh, film media house of the dead overkill it, it's very cool alright sorry I'm shutting up about monster hunter <clears throat> Craig you're up next okay. talk about monster hunter so um, the next game I want to bring up is another PlayStation 5 game. It was Monster Hunter Rise. No. Um, it is actually a PlayStation <laughs> 5 game, though. I want to talk about our friendly neighbourhood, Miles Morales, because that is another game that earlier in the year I got my hands on. And what can I say? It got me into Spider-Man as a thing in a big way. It's... Um, it's a beautiful looking game. We've already spoken about performance wise, so it has, you know, the options, 30 frames a second, ray tracing, blah, 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 you know, performance, performance plus ray tracing. It's got clicky triggers for when you're swinging about the place. It's very tactile. It takes everything from the 2018 Spider-Man and just makes it all better. The story is more compressed, which I originally probably was nervous about you know like all the rumblings oh it only takes 10 hours to get through the story this that and the other and it works to its benefit greatly it is a really good story it's got it's great paced it's driven really well you've got all those wee puzzles that you did in that 2018 spider-man but just slightly better done and um, miles's extra electric Punching, kicking, energising is fantastic. And it's incredibly satisfying taking down an entire base of people, as usual, just by stringing them all up to lamp posts. Um, uh, how are the takedowns? Are they just as... The, ooh. the takedowns are on it. They are sublime, honestly. Dave, <laughs> That's it's, great. It is, it's a fantastic game. And then... What solidified this as my choice is uh, I played it, and then Reese played it, who was three at the time. Played it, he played it on easy, but he got through the entire game. Super chuffed for the. And now man. he's a man of twelve. Now he really is. Oh, hang on, what's the age rating on Spider Man? Oh well, it doesn't matter. Oh no, terrible that, parent, Craig. That, terrible parent. He loves it. Um, the the that fluid combat, the takedowns. He's just like this is amazing. It's it's properly good. So anyway, what solidified it was, after we did that, um, I had borrowed the game off one of my friends, uh, which was good because from within the menu, you can then purchase the remastered 2018 Spider-Man. So I thought, I loved 2018 Spider-Man. I'm going to get the remaster, so back up 60 frames a second, you know, clicky triggers, all the stuff that Miles Morales packed in has been applied to 2018 Spider-Man played it and it felt old and now this is like <laughs> it's this like a three-year-old game that we loved we loved it oh so we much. all loved it yeah it felt old it felt slow the puzzles didn't feel quite right that it just the miles morales was that good it broke 2018 Spider-Man for me and at that point I was like holy crap Miles was a fantastic game a absolutely belter of a game alright Craig it's time to stop with these softball questions alright we're going to start <laughs> doing the hard hitting questions here uh-huh. is Spider-Cop in it? Uh, Spider-Cop is not in it but there 2 is, out of 10 there is uh, 
some interesting stuff. It's got JJJ, obviously. Oh, um, oh okay. All right. That's good. And they've also introduced... Um, the, okay, so the wee, wee things that really sold it were things like Miles was listening to JJJ... Uh, and when he get when Peter gave him his suit, and as he's swinging about, he's like, "God, does Peter just listen? To, why the hell does he even listen to this?" And he changes the station, <laughs> and starts listening to a podcast. So he starts listening. He stops listening to JJJ halfway through the game and starts listening to a podcast, which is um, kind of like a champion of Spider-Man, who then goes and debates JJJ. So he listens to a completely different take on that. It's it's really. Oh, that's that's very cool. Yeah, they've just they've just done a fab job with it. A genuine, honestly, honest to goodness, another solid game. Would it be worth the money? Because that's the only thing that's really stopping. Yeah, me, I, I would have bought how it. How much it costs? It, like, had now that I've played it, well, I suppose I don't want to, I don't want to be. Tell me if I'm being inappropriate because I obviously borrowed the game, but. Playing it, I immediately thought I would have bought this, and not only that. So had you played five hours of it, and then your friend was like, "Hey, I want that back," you would have oh, bought, bought it. Would have bought it immediately. Okay. Um, not only that, but playing it immediately made me spend more money for the remastered Spider-Man, thinking true, I was going to get true, that yeah. same experience. Um, I have one question that we may have to bleep out, but mm-hmm. I'm curious because I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. Um, who's the villain? Yeah, I want to know. <laughs> what? I can't tell you that. Who's the villain? Can't no, tell no, you can. So, or I'll go wake up Laura. Is is Craven the Hunter in it? No, uh, the villain is it Doc Ock. Um, <laughs> Doctor Octopus is in it. Yes, I think Rhino. Rhino was in the uh, yeah. trailers. So remember, we've right? got Rhino's yeah. there. Doc Ock is there, and then there's a third um, entity. Venom. No, it's not, it's not Venom. Venom. There's a third okay, entity, okay. and I don't know. I don't Got know it. the back. I don't know if it's an established character in the Spider Verse or whether it's a new character. Who's that vampire guy? Is he called like Mobius? No, it's not a vampire like person. Anyway, Tombstone. Um, so what's what's happened is in the wake of um, the guy, what's his face, the bald guy being arrested and stuff like that, you know, like Harlem's Kingpin's been arrested and all that, and there's a the power guy. a power void. Um, yeah, I know mm-hmm. the bald guy, the the weird creepy guy in the cafe, blah 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 blah. Um, the, yeah. So there's you've got the cops, obviously. Then you've got this other group of people running about, causing chaos, and they are trying to stop another tech baddie think like facebook leader but not facebook guy um not mark zuckerberg mysterio this is just a guy who's (laughs) oh god i'm starting to describe the story you'd be as well just playing it but there's a guy that's basically making power stations out of this energy which is what gives miles his energy it's that whatever it is okay it's not electro it's not shocker yeah whatever whatever um the stations that that power those unfortunately radiation poison people and this other group are trying to stop that but they're quite militant about it spider-man's trying to stop it so they're both working towards the same thing but against each other and the story just takes a really interesting turn and fuck it just just 
just okay. All right, all right. Last hardball question. Oh, I'm God. sorry. We that's fine. We should have uh, alerted your agent to all the hardball I know. questions. Does it have a sequel hook in the end? I don't want to know what it is. I mean, I, if you want to share it, that's fine. But like, mm-hmm. does it have that sequel hook? Because I'm curious if they're going to go like from Spider-Man to Miles to then a Spider-Man and Miles game. Um, it doesn't have an explicit sequel hook there's at the end of it you don't think next time on spider-man at the end of it it was very much the the way they've done it's quite good at the end of the story it's a my god i'm spent feeling you're just like okay by the way by the way fuck you guys okay (laughs) before i played spider-man i listened to part two of the Uh spider-man show and the first thing you fucking guys said was, oh yeah, Spider-Man dies at the end. And then I fucking played the entire game and he fucking doesn't see he dies. <laughs> technically, he died for Miles Morales to uh-huh. be in the next game. I mean, technically, he's dead. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Whatever. That's a Yeah, I'm hoping you, that I was, I'm hoping it was somebody like Craven or even if they bring back Hammerhead, like, like who the fuck likes Hammerhead? But he was really cool um, in the DLC. The dude... The, has the chameleon ever been anything in the in the games? Not that he, I know. He was he was like uh, he was pretty cool. How long do you think it would take to like platinum it? Because it did platinum Spider Man. That gave me a good chunk of time. I um, platinumed it, and if you bear with me for just one moment, I'll give you those bare necessities. Well, while we're waiting here, how how did um. Has anyone ever actually read the Miles Morales comic book? So I is, used to. Is that even a comic book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Miles was, right. I mean, I mean, we're talking like a long time ago when he first appeared. I read the first couple of Miles. All right. There we go. Okay. Um, fair enough, fair enough. I have got. Now this is awkward because I've got thirty-three hours, but that includes some of Reese time. So, conservative guess at about mm-hmm. twenty hours to platinum. Okay. Okay. Mm. Right. Sounds good. Well, you made your case, Craig. Um, yeah, Miles Morales sounds like the most intriguing game of the entire episode so far, doesn't it? I think I'll have to bloody get it. Everyone's, everyone, the funny thing is, anyone who spoke to me, they've said, oh, wow, you've got a PlayStation 5. And they said, did you get Spider-Man? And I'm like, no, I've not bought any PS5 <laughs> games. But, like, but that's the first thing they say. They all say, mm-hmm. have you got Spider-Man? And I'm like, I didn't realize it was, you know, that... That's super popular. It's pretty I high profile. Be, got Demon Souls, but no, no. I think yeah, the yeah. one the one bad rap it has had has been the length of it, and but I, I think it's I think it works. So yeah, I, I've heard people go from yeah, it's it's still worth the money. It's a good time to oh, it's just a glorified demo, and you're like well, okay, the truth uh, has got to be probably somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah, glorified demo. Like when I think of a de- like a tech demo or a showcase. The one thing that you would think would be lacking would be any sort of robust story, and this has incredible writing. It it just has some twisty, turny bits. It's got some gut wrenching, but it it does that bit well, which I think elevates it good, from tech good. demo. All right, you're up, Mike. Well, uh, Monster arise. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's my problems. Um, <laughs> I I actually I actually had had trouble getting a list of three full stops. So the fact that Rise has been taken out of it really really makes it hard. I think I might just put in a, a worst game of the year instead at this point. But um, no, you know what? I'm going to skip ahead to selection number three, which is a very recent Thrice acquisition. And uh, yeah, that is podcast game of this year, Vanquish. Oh. Um, no. 
I absolutely adored this, and I remember one of the questions on the show being, will anyone play it again? Well, thanks to Steelbooks <laughs> and Argos offering a decent price, I have, of course, acquired this game the third time. Uh, not in a lenticular sleeve, not through um, Steam sales, but, of course, it, with the Steelbook. So, uh, yeah, yeah, super happy. So this repeats what happened probably like 10 years ago, marking the anniversary, um, buying Vanquish and getting a free copy of Bayonet. Yeah, <laughs> three of them. Uh, and, uh, uh, listener, if you're curious to see what we think in depth on Vanquish, we did an episode God knows how long ago. Mm. Mm. Uh, I seriously recommend listening because it's, it's a, uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it is it's good. Fun. I mean, I mean, we kind of just had that conversation, but, um, yeah, I, I, out of curiosity, would you have bought it without Bayonetta being on it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think same here. No, no. Uh, I mean, I played Bayonetta again on the Switch when I got the Bayonetta one and two bundle thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, there's there's no doubt about it. You know, it's like I like I like Bayonetta. I do like it, but I think I prefer Vanquish. All right. So yeah. All right, gentlemen. Gut check time. What is the next big game you're looking forward to? Not like the, this is the one I'm looking forward to the most, but the next one that you're going to buy day one. Oh. Well. Um. I don't know what comes out first. And I know that I've got another couple of pre-orders. But the thing that immediately springs to mind is obviously... Guess... What's it gonna be? Elden Ring. No. No, that's that's far out. That's really far out. Yeah. Um, no. It okay. begin it, uh, or it rhymes with Kreth Hoop. Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> <laughs> no, Deathloop. I I'm disappointed at the delay. Uh, the, the, everything about that game screams, "My God, Craig, you're gonna love it." Uh, the slight complication in this answer is I'm equally looking forward to Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1, and I don't know what one comes out first, to be honest. Uh, but let's just stick with um, Psychonauts 2. <laughs> <laughs> Way to cram them all in there, Did you like that? Well done. <laughs> no, it, like genuinely, the, the death loop delay did upset me. Slightly, because I was really look. I took a week off. I was really looking forward to it. Um, the fact that it get delayed again, I've, I've rationalised this quite a lot, and I've thought about it. The thing that made me think, do you know what? I'm fine with this, is because I've got such high hopes for it. I'm that excited for it. If they need uh, six months, I'm totally down with them taking it because oh yeah, yeah. you know we've had cyberpunk. Uh, yeah, we did have Cyberpunk, didn't we? Yeah. Um, so yeah, That's Deathloop. All right, Mr. Mike. This is a super easy choice. Uh, the Great Ace Attorney Collection for uh, probably the Switch. If I can get a physical copy of that from the Americas. Um, but yeah, that's that's the plan. That's the plan. Um, myself, I, I have, uh, like Craig, I'm, I'm going to cheat a little bit because both of these come out on the same day <laughs> and I'm going to have to choose one because my wallet is still crying. Um, either, and both of them, I think are games you're going to look at me and go, really Dave, day one. Uh, one of them is King's Bounty 2, 
I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> was this announced the other day in the, the funnily named Cock Media? Uh, oh, as in K-O-C-H. Yeah, Koch. I, I, think, I, I think it's not Cock. No, it's Cock. Um, <laughs> Every, everyone says Cock, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and the other one, uh, funnily enough, starts with a K. Uh, that's Kenna. I'm genuinely looking oh. forward to that game. See? The the Bridge of Spirits. Yes. Is that its subtitle? Yep. I, I'm genuinely Ooh. looking forward yeah. to that game. Um, so Makes me think of that Cree mark of the something, whatever it was what, called. What, the mark of Cree? Oh, there we go. Mark of Cree. I know. <laughs> Makes me... Oh! Uh, I don't know. There's something funny about it. There's something, some, some, something about the twinkling in the eyes which makes me go... Oof. Not sure about I'm that. very curious about it because it doesn't look like anything else going on at the moment. And that always piques my interest. Mm. Of like, oh, hey, and, yeah. and it looks AAA as all hell, so I'm curious. Okay. Interesting. Last round, gentlemen. Oh, oh you go. Ooh, go, go, go. No, I was just going to say, um, interestingly, Metro Exodus is published by Cock Media, as well as, is it Deep Silver? <laughs> is the other one. I'm sure it's Koch, guys. I'm sure it's not Cock. <laughs> it's like church. Koch. It's not church. Uh, right, well, since since Craig's jumping in there, yeah, Ace Attorney. Ace Attorney, that's that's going to be cool. I need to bloody, I need to promote this bloody thing. I am going to buy it. Play like all I the Ace Attorney games. Play them all. Every other Ace Attorney games, and I will not play them because mm. I'm never in the mood play for them. it. Play them. Dude, it's... Uh, oh, they're so, they're so nice. It's like a 12-hour sort of session of just reading, and you're just like... You know, I think the only one I've not done now is the the very latest, well, latest at the time, which was digital only. I've still got it on my 3DS waiting to go, which is the one where he goes to, is it like China or something like that? I'm I'm still waiting it's, it's cool. for the um, Phoenix Wright Steel Battalion crossover. Once that <laughs> hits, I'll play them. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know what it is. I, I, I uh, own them all. I just haven't got around really, to them. I never feel in the mood. I... And it is her. It is Herlock Sholmes before you. It is Herlock Sholmes, uh, same as it is mm-hmm. in the um, <laughs> the books, uh, the Arsene Lupin books. He's also Herlock Sholmes. Um, um, I played the anyway. Fun the, trivia side, Craig. I played the trilogy this year on PS4, and now my biggest hope that's anything related to Ace Attorney is a PS4, PS5 remaster, Xbox, whatever. I don't care. The Phoenix Wright Layton crossover. I would really, I would really like that. I would like to see later. That's on. a stupidly expensive yeah, 3DS game. You know, I've tried to. Oh, that is down it really? For 60, 70 quid. Yeah, oh, for I got her. It. it's been always been hard to get. Really? Yeah, yeah. Kelsey loved that game. Ooh. Oh, you totally know my address. Listen, even though it won't work on my 3DS, do you want to? Uh, no, I got me? there first, Mike. <laughs> I think if we reviewed recording, I said first, but I just said post it to me. I didn't have any bullshit. It was just. All right, so um, well, guys, this is a lesson in not pirating things. No, you don't, see? don't do uh, it. Don't. No, no. It turns out that I found out this year that, Mm-mm. and this is dumb and cut it out. I have two incredibly valuable games that I had wow. no idea were incredibly valuable. There's that and Godzilla. Godzilla is like $500. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Mm. I, po- um, I posted you some valuable that. games. You did. Yeah, you, you, well, They're valuable here, not there, well, which yeah, is why yeah, I love having yeah. friends on different continents. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> last, last quick thing, Craig. Craig, Apollo Justice, don't sleep on it. Is it, it is okay. actually really good. Yeah, I'll yeah. go for it. Don't you sleep on it, it, sleep with it. So, Craig, last round, what do you got? Um, 
Okay. Sorry, I'm still working from a list of six games. With some mental gymnastics and without naming any games, I've already mentioned Hitman 3 and I'll pick it up at the end of the year. So I am... And... uh, uh, Oh my God, what am I going to say? Yeah, okay, fuck it. Uh, The Catherine Full Body, it's not a PS5 game. I know I said I was going to start with PS5 games, but I played Catherine Full Body earlier in the year and it is everything that you would want a remastery type thing to be it's got the core puzzly block climbing thing that everyone loves Catherine for it's got you know the wacky persona-esque stories and chatty conversation bits it's got all the social social engineering oh it feels more persona than ever yeah it's it's fantastic but not only that they introduce a completely different character so you now get three endings or you've actually got You've got nine or twelve endings. I don't know how the maths works. Whereas before you only had the two endings. And I think it's the perfect way to do a remaster. It it took the original game and it made it look great, play great. And it's a tiny bit different. It throws things at you that you thought, oh God, I haven't experienced this before. So it's new as well. Um. I really enjoyed it. I, I just, I mean, I, I love that art style. I'm a massive, massive Persona fan anyway. and But that, it just, it played great. And honestly, the amount of times, I, I, I played it lying in bed because it was my, my nighttime game. The amount of times Laura woke up, looked at the telly and went, what the fuck are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> it was just great. So I played it, I went through it, I, I abused some saves and got some other endings just to experience some different endings. And all in, super happy. Super, super duper happy with it. I was genuinely just, I didn't know what to expect because I hadn't, I'd played Catherine on PS3 not that long ago relatively. It was within the past two years I played it. And it was it's just cracking to play. It's difficult enough. Stick it on hard and just go for it. No. Stick it on um, stick it, it on, on auto. <laughs> <laughs> I beat it on normal, thank you. Uh and and just to satiate my curiosity, you don't have to go into it anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh you went Rin, right? Yeah, yeah. Rin was my first original kind of like I, I, I had to do that just because I felt I felt like I had to. Uh, that's why it exists, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that, that's <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I I actually played it. I think towards the end of last year because we were talking about it, and you're like, "Well, hold on, I want to play it first. I, I think. Yeah. <gasps> Tell me, I didn't uh, play last it last year. year. Did no, I? no, no, no. I played it. Oh, last you played year, it last year. Then, Sorry, thank God for that. Yeah. And we, I started to talk to you about it because it's the first time I played Catherine. And you mm-hmm. were like, "Well, hold on, I want to play full body first. Yeah. And then we kind of put everything on hold. Um. It's a game. Um, <laughs> it, it, it <laughs> uh, I have a problem with, with the ancillary stuff with it. Not, none of the gameplay other than I don't like how stupid it made me look. Uh, both Kelsey and Abby were watching me play it because, you know, it's very story-based. And they're both like, oh, hey, I want to watch. Uh, and, and I don't know how many times I'm like, I, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. And they're like, just, just go on that block. I'm like, oh, why didn't I see that? Um, I got laughed at a lot for being stupid with Catherine. So it's the worst game in the world. I mean, there's sometimes when you hit a, a wall 
literally hit a wall and you're like I was ah, gonna say literally ah, ah. and you, and that whole it only has to connect on one edge that yep. breaks my brain oh, honestly and it's, it's the thing you forget the you're standing staring at this thing and you just for some strange reason your brain forgets that you can just pull that block out you know like you can just literally yep. just pull that block out uh, I I really like the puzzle mechanic. We spoke about this. When did we speak? Did we speak about this last week in the retro rewind thing when we were talking about Thingamabobber on the PS One? Um. Oh, intelligent cube. Intelligent yeah. cube. <laughs> like cube-based puzzles are really satisfying. In the middle of the week, based on the intelligent cube conversation, I don't know if I told you this, but I, for the first time in my adult life. And my childhood life, for the first time in 37 years, I finished a Rubik's Cube during the week. Hey, congratulations. Uh, oh, it took me two hours. It took me two... And you didn't do the peel the stickers off, <laughs> no, put them back on method. No, okay. peel, no peel the stickers off. It was a legit solve. Uh, two hours. And then you go on YouTube and kids do it in like six seconds. Six seconds while juggling them? Yeah. I, there's a Lego robot that can do it in two and a half seconds. And I'm like, God... <laughs> God damn it, it took me two hours. Um, yeah, Cap, so... Cap, Cap was nice, Yeah, man. it That's just... Uh, I completely agree. W- weird thing about that game, though, is I don't know if it's if it's if if I'm making this up or whether it's uh, to do with a Final Fantasy game instead, but I think the engine for this game was supposed to be for, like, Persona 5, but I don't know if they mm. actually did that in the end, if they used the same engine. There's a lot, there's a lot of, uh, weird word, but crossbreeding mm-hmm. between Catherine and Persona 5. Yeah, that's that's the name. It was called like Game Game Brio. Yep, yep, yep. I remember, I remember, I remember the whole Game Brio thing. I, yeah. I, 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 I don't know if they used it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say the weird thing was Stan Lee is the bartender. He yeah, is. I was going to say the bartender. <laughs> the bartender bloody took me to hell at the end of the game, uh-huh. if I remember right. That's that's the ending I originally got. Yeah, with, you, you go to hell like and that. you hunker <laughs> down with Catherine. You decide that you want to just mm-hmm. be a like evil sidekick. Ah uh, yeah. no, I I went um, unerringly towards Catherine with a s- K, uh-huh. like your girlfriend. Yep. Hmm. That that was that was mine. Uh, Rin was like a well, maybe. But... Hell, it's mental. It's mental. Rin Rin is mental. I'll I'll give it that. It, it it's very good. Like like that was a oh oh uh, oh I kind of thing. It was very cool. I and. How does she fit into it, by the way? What's her... What's Amnesia, her <laughs> obviously. Well, of course, it's, oh, it's from Japan. Amnesia's involved, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, mm. uh, he okay. rescues You'll her. You'll never guess it. He rescues her from... It, at the beginning, there's a cutscene. Uh, she's being chased by a shadow. She falls over into him. He rescues her, takes her to the bar, and they build up a friendship from there. So it's, it's really smoothly done. Like, they wrote in... A whole new character and kept it consistent through the mm. game. It's expert. I didn't know the Rin stuff was new. Like, like this is my first time playing it. I w- I had to oh, Google okay. afterwards. I'm like, oh, hey, what was the full body stuff? And they're like, oh, oh, really? The whole thing? Yeah. So yeah, they did a, a mm. remarkably good job. Oh, it's really just super impressed. So as I say, it's not a PS5 game. Sorry, but it's my mm-hmm. third pick. That's fine. And essential if you play oh, the yeah. original. Like, I'm if you've played the original, play okay. it and you will be pleasantly pleased. Or surprised. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mike? Hmm. All right. Well, unexpected. 
last ra- completely random choice, but yeah, Onimusha Warlords on the Xbox. This was picked up in a deal thanks to all the huge number of Microsoft reward points thrown my way, and this came up in the sales for about six pounds, and I went, yeah, I've not played that for a hell of a long time, um, and yeah, yeah, I jumped straight in. I had it complete in what four and a half hours. Oh yeah, it's very short. Effect. Yeah, but it might be short, but it's a uh, it's of exceedingly good quality. And um, yeah, how can it not be on the list? Really, you know, it's, uh, especially since Dave nicked Monster Hunter Rise from me. <laughs> oh no, we have to have a double dip of Capcom. Oh no. But I, I didn't think this would be on my list at all this year. I thought it was going to be quite a stellar start to 2021. That's not really been the case for me. And, uh, you know, Onimusha was probably... I don't think it was even my game of the year at the time it was released, to be honest. Oh, really? Wow. But it felt... No, I felt, it felt cool this time. And, um, yeah, it's polished up nice. Um, from what I've heard, it sold like... Uh, it sold nothing to be honest i'm probably the first person to buy the thing so yeah they they canned ideas of doing onimusha two and three and oh re- really that, revitalizing that the whole bums thing. me out yeah Cause... supposedly they were already in the on the case of doing two and they went nope ah because no two chance. is arguably no the best it. of the series like, yeah like, two's really so, good. That's a... oh that's a shame capcom Come on, guys. But um, I think the the only problem with it was I didn't get to play the Gemma on a Musha version, which I've never played, which was the, I think, Xbox. Yeah, it was classic the Xbox. Sort of um, exclusive. So it was a bit of a pain in the arse. Although, to remedy that, I did pick up a copy of Lost Planet. and um, So I'm slowly working my way through the Xbox somewhat exclusives of the time and, uh, and getting there. But yeah, yeah. What? What? There's not really anything wrong with Onimusha. It just it feels right. Everything's in place. Everything has a purpose apart from the stupid little puzzle boxes, which I didn't really like. Oh, so I, much. I, I, Although I don't really, like those. they were quite simple. Yeah, yeah. They're... It left me a bit confused. Um, I never understood fully the parry attack, but I oh, accidentally, accidentally did the, the it far too many times. Um, I can tell you. Yeah, where it flashes yep. and you get. I don't know how I was doing that, but I did it loads of times and got my energy back. Um, the bosses were almost all pretty cool. Cinematics looked nice. The voice acting was okay. It was a bit funny. It is PS2 the, is all hell. I love it. <laughs> uh, especially Gildan's turn. Uh, uh, MVP goes to Gildan's turn. Mm-hmm. I just, I just thought it was super cool. It, there's something cool about it that it sort of, it tries to get you involved in that sort of ancient Japan thing, but at the same time, it has its Capcom stupid sass to it. So you're like, yeah, you know. It's a Capcom game, isn't it? It, it is. It, it's, it's, <laughs> I, I, I love Onomusha. Uh, and uh, dear listener, in case you're wondering how to do an Eason strike, um, right before you, it, it's one of those things where right before you get hit, you attack, and then it becomes a one-hit kill for a lot of things. So you, you got to time it just right to where it's just about to hit you, and then you hit square kind of thing. So yeah, you'll get it. You'll get it by mashing. Neo, Neo um, has a very nice... Isn't that amazing? That oh, it's sorry. A... Sorry, Mike. No, no. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm just saying it's a surprisingly really good game still on Musha. That's oh, funny. One of us said funny. that like two years ago, I think, but uh, I don't know who it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Onamusha <laughs> is, is fantastic. I I almost prefer Onamusha cl- uh, to classic Resident Evil. Yeah, that's that's completely understandable. Yeah. yeah. Um, can I can I interject with two stupid things? 
Sure. Okay. That's our so stock and trade. One, Neo has a beautiful whatever, you know, attack at the right time and you gain back energy thing and it made me think of that. I've never played an Onomusha, so I'm trying to tie things together. Um, is Onomusha, mm-hmm. and this is the stupid question for you, Dave, specifically. No. Yes. Craig, Craig, quick quick thing for you here. That There's a huge difference here. Me being a P-head and saying that I can't press the attack button just as someone's about to hit me is completely different to Neo, where you'd be changing between yeah. down stance, medium stance, up stance, like you're playing bloody... Us pro players that, don't um, ever change stance. Stupid. <laughs> Like that Square Enix, Square Enix beat him up. Bushido Blade, was it? Oh, Bushido Blade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're a fighting game. So, yeah, yeah it's comp- you, you're you're on a much okay. more advanced beast there, I think. I, but but Onimusha does have cool feeling so, combat to it. Having yeah. never played an Onimusha, I think I might have confused it with another game. So, Dave, did you play... Okay... Okay, I might have confused it with another game, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's it's the same game in my head. But is there an Onimusha 9 and you played it and it was shit? Or is that something... Or an Onimusha 8 and like you were like, oh, there's just it's just rubbish. There was waves. No, uh, it stops at I think 4. That's, uh, okay, fuck. Well, I think you're talking about um, the... Co- Tech oh, you're talking, Dynasty yeah, yeah, Dynasty Warriors. Oh, that, yeah, okay, that's what I've got confused with. I'm so sorry. I've never played Dynasty Warriors either. I've never played either of them. So I'm going to swear to both of you on, on the Kingdom of Way that one day we will do a Dynasty Warriors game for the show. That's fine, just not a shit one. Oh, no, I'm going to pick the shit one, uh, and, and then we'll play through the whole series. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> so, Mike... Um, that's uh, I I approve of Onomusha, but everybody knows I would approve of it. So my my last game that I'm gonna bring to the table is again a PS4 game because this is like the best time to clean up what you wanted to play. Like it's in the you played three PS4 games and then poof a PS5 game shows up and you're like oh okay I'll switch over and play that. Like I love the first years of a new system just because it's the time to say goodbye to the old system. Especially when you went from like Xbox to 360, it was like, "Well, goodbye Xbox games." Woo-hoo. Um, so I'm gonna bring up Children of Morta. Uh, it's a semi roguelike that I've been wanting to play for a long time, and got like a lot of the "this really should be game of the year" kind of nods when it came out. I completed it earlier this year, and actually not that long ago. <laughs> now that I look at the list. I completed it in May 23rd. Um, it, it's a really good roguelike, but it doesn't do the same thing as Hades. It doesn't do the same thing as Isaac. It doesn't do the same thing as Gungeon. It's really carved itself out as a niche, as one of the better um, story-driven roguelikes. And it it doesn't do that thing where, okay, you're going into everything fresh. You have a lot of options to build up your characters before they even step foot. Uh, in the next dungeon it, and even on that regard it's only got three dungeons it, it's a very interesting way to use the roguelike element to tell a story um, it looks gorgeous I mean it, it's pixel art so you know every indie game and it's mother is pixel art but um, I, so I wouldn't I guess I wouldn't put the visuals because yeah it's not that great uh, the music is fantastic. The atmosphere is wonderful. And I genuinely cared about the story, which is very weird because 
I generally, I'm, I'm noticing as I get older, I'm caring less and less and less about story in games because, yeah, look, I've seen this before like 18 times. It's, it's no big deal. Turns out a plucky group of teenagers needs to save the world. Uh, that's new. Um, so yeah, like, like if there's anything on my list, Children of Morta might be the one I would push people towards of like, hey, you might have heard of this, but seriously, give it a shot. It, it's really good. Yeah, I was going to say, is this is this a neon Diablo? That's what I saw from the pictures. Um, it, it, it's not in terms of like, there's not loot, there's not anything like that. It's it's very much a roguelike, but unlike one I've played a lot of. And like, um, Craig, you remember when we did Hades? Yes. Like, we were both glowing about Hades. Yeah. Um, I would honestly have a hard time choosing which I think is the better roguelike, mm. Hades or Children of Morda. See, that's, it's that good. It's that, it's that. That's where I buy into it is the rogue light as opposed to rogue light. Oh yeah, um, a light. This is the lightest. Oh, of God, lights. don't that... get into that argument again. I don't know where to start. What's rogue light? So rogue light. Rogue light is. Go ahead, Craig. Okay, rogue light. You start. You play for an hour. You die. You start again, and nothing's changed. Rogue light. You start. You play for an hour. You die. But whatever you leveled up or whatever you bought or something sticks, something <laughs> sticks with you so that over dying, right. you're still progressing. I need the sense of progression. It's the thing that scares me about Returnal the most is I need, I can't pay £70 for a game. This is completely off topic. I'm really sorry about this. That's it. I've looked into it. Is it like, it's not is it completely like fresh. Is it like Rogue Legacy? I remember I remember playing that early on the yeah, PS4. Yeah, it's kind of like, like, like Rogue Legacy. You die Legacy's and then you become light. the offspring of... Uh, um, okay. in, in, um, right. The best way to put it, in, if you're an old person <laughs> like us, Rogue Likes are Fatal Labyrinth. Rogue Lights are Chocobo Mystery Dungeon. There you go. That works. I had Chocobo Mystery Dungeon, but not the other one. Uh, Fatal Labyrinth was a Genesis game. Um... We should do that on Retro Rewind, because that's an interesting, like, a roguelite, or roguelike on a, the Sega Genesis. It's really cool. But, and it was made by Sega. And every, they put it on Game Gear, because they were stupid. Every game is a roguelike on the Mega Drive, if you forget to save. <laughs> that is a very good point, Craig. <laughs> every game. <laughs> Just everyone. Echo the Dolphin, the original roguelike. <laughs> that, is, that is a very good observation. Uh, all right, guys, so we've come to the part of the episode where you get the last final gut punch before we say goodnight. Oh, wait, but do we have honorable mentions, or is that not a thing? We will have honorable mentions in your final thoughts cool. of what you think so far this year. Yeah. You can mention two. Two. Is that fair? Yes, that's fair, because I have two. No talking about them, just throw them out there. Okay. All right, last final gut punch is you're both going to give me one game from the PS3 360 generation that you want remastered on this generation. PS3 360. Does that include 3DS? Because I've already mentioned the Leighton Ace Attorney crossover. Ooh. No, because the Switch doesn't count as the next gen. Oh, right. Okay. okay. Switch is last gen. Oh, crap. Uh, PS3. I will get us started by saying uh, a game I really like and never spent any time with, and now it's getting harder and harder and harder to go back to, is Tokyo Jungle. I want to see a remaster of Tokyo Jungle. That's that's not bad. Yeah, that's 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 a good shout. I installed it up the stairs for Reese to play, and I forgot you start off as cat. 
And he was like, he thought he was going in as a bloody panther. And they're like, <laughs> no, mate. Tell him it's a baby. <laughs> that that will never happen now that they've closed down uh, Japan Studio, yeah. though, right? Well, to be fair, we never thought Medieval would get a remaster either, but God bless them, they did it. Um, um, oh, God. I, oh, God. I, I, like, I can't, I can't even. There's so many games that I think those were really good games. Those were games of the year. And the first game I think out, bloody Burnout Takedown. Ooh, you know, okay. all right, yeah, I, all right. They brought a out boring, but I'll accept it. They brought out Dangerous Golf. Mm-mm. Not as good as Burnout Takedown. No, nowhere near as good. It's a terrible game. We are lacking purposeful slow motion, moving midair crashes. There's none. There's none right now in this current generation. So why that very niche genre of moving while crashing a vehicle? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so fuck it. Yeah. Really? Now hold on. Would you would you really go burnout over like split second? Yeah. Like I've recently played yeah. both yeah. Blur and Split Second, and they're both still really playable on PS3. They're like really super super fine. They've got a lot of motion blur and it's speedy and it the you could dip in and be absolutely fine. Whereas burnout feels old. Takedown feels really oh, old. Okay, all right. So it would it would benefit the most. Of yeah, the exactly. Gotcha. Okay, sound logic. I accept it. As the arbiter of this, I know. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, you're going to be on the phone to the developers next, aren't you? Uh Mike, you're up. I've just spent about three minutes thinking about Guns of the Patriots. Oh, no! Yeah. 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 No! Yeah. yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> uh, very closely, uh, I mean, that came just after thinking Rising Revengeance. Mm. So it's, it's all Metal Gear, isn't it? Peace Walker. Peace Walker 4K. There we go. Yeah. I'll take, I'll take all of those. Peace Walker 4K. I haven't ever I would, played... I haven't played Peace Walker. I've not played uh, Rising or... Revengeance? Yeah. Uh, neither have I. Nah. I mean, other than the quick dabble. Mm-mm. It's the weakest of the three, uh, Rising Revengeance, but it's 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 not bad if you if you. It's got the most stupid final boss fight of the uh, of eternity, though. So yeah, check that out. Yes, because it's on it's on Dead Rising one level. Um. Uh, yeah. Yes, not not quite as as brilliantly smart as the man who could control bees, or the uh, the psycho. No, guy. this is. This is presidential Schwarzenegger level. Metal Wolf Chaos level? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. All right. I've got a question. So, I've got a question. Sorry. Craig has a question. And this is completely unrelated. It's so unrelated that I don't even know how it's even slightly related. But would you guys be interested in, like, a better but collaborative co-op Dying Light Something survivally type. I, I'm thinking like what Fallout seventy six could have been, but something that's better. You know, like Fallout seventy six. Absolutely not. No, you wouldn't. Dave is going to disown me, but I've been looking at pitch, picking up Dying Light. In fact, I looked at Dead Island and Dead Island Rip yeah, yeah. the other day, but I was put off because they're only Xbox One and not Series X enhanced and all that sort of rubbish. But I was like, I don't know. There's a little. I did enjoy Dead Island when I first played it, the first one. I don't know why, but I really did enjoy it. And um, I'd never played Dying Light. 
I played a lot of Dying Light. Like to me, it was really fun because it was all about can you do can you mirror side your way over this building? No. Well, fuck it. You're getting fed to the zombies because we're out of here. Hey, Craig, before you go any further, don't get me wrong, I'm not spending 70 quid to pick up the new one. No chance. No, no, chance. no, I'm not no doing God, that. no, no. <laughs> okay. No, 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 nowhere near that. I'm just thinking, like, a Left for Dead, that I don't know why it's always zombies. I just feel like we're missing oh, in like, this like generation. <laughs> yeah, like Vermintide, but in this jet, we're missing a new something. Blood Bowl. That we can all do together. No, Dave. <laughs> just No. <laughs> Um, and Dave's not a Left for Dead person, are you, Dave? No, I, I, I'm tired of Left for Dead really quick. It was fun for those, like, because yeah. I did it with a group of three friends. And we went through Left for Dead yeah. 1, and then they kept playing it, and I was like, yeah, guys, we've done it. it it's not... Because yeah. I always want a new objective to shoot for, and I know that bucks up against Craig hard when we play games together. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah. I was only saying because Back for Blood's going to be on Game Pass Day 1, as one of the sounds of things, I believe that's... Hey, you guys should play it! Um, I don't understand why people would play Dying Light over Dead Rising, like, ever. Dying yeah. Light had its moments. It really did. Yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I my, my uh, patience for massive horde of zombies games is very thin anyway. It's like one every three years. So, like, in two years I'll play Days Gone and then I'll be good for another two I... years. Okay, right, now that you've brought that up, of all of them, Days Gone is bloody solid. It's And, and now that it's on PS5, it is solidly solid. It gets a bad rap. It's underappreciated. Days Oh, God, not yeah. Days Gone. Oh, I've got... I've bought that. I've got it on PS Plus as well, and I've still not played, played it for more than one hour. <laughs> I can't it is, do it. I can't do it. It's, it's a bit dude bro in, you know, the general storytelling. But my God, when you see a hold of zombies and you have to just knock them out, it is super good. It looks like a sort of like Butch Ashton Kutcher or something. It, it, it's good. <laughs> it's it's a good game. I will. That is one hill I will die on. All right, Mike, mm. get the bayonets. It's time for a charge. Yeah. Uh, no, like like Days Gone and Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us 2, I think are the last of the big, 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 big uh, PS games that I haven't played. I've played a bit of Go- Go- um, Ghost of Tsushima. I gave up a wee bit of the way through it and started playing Neo. And I, I'm never, I'm never going to finish Ghost of Tsushima. It was just, it's beautiful. But it's a big open world. I'm going to ride my horse here and climb this tower. Is it? Type. I, I, I have a really bad inkling that it's it's samurai infamous. Yeah, it kind of feels like that. You're you're like spot on yeah. with that. And I do not like infamous. Mm. I don't like any sucker punch games. To mm-hmm. be honest, it's not that they're bad. They're just oh, not Sly, my thing. Sly, Sly Raccoon or Sly Cooper? Sly Cooper, Thievus Raccoonus. Okay, no. Do not like Sly Cooper. No. Sly Cooper is a good game. The the series, the Sly Cooper, oh, it is. um, and the Lords of Time, the Time of Change, the Time Lords of Shadow, the I Time don't know. Lords of Shadow, whatever it is. Um, Sly Cooper's good. Infamous is okay. Ghost of Tsushima is sadly no n- Neo, but I think Ghost of Tsushima 
was Luke's game of the year last year. Like it absolutely yeah, was. Yeah, that's what that's what perked it up in, mm-hmm. in terms of okay, I I, I own it now. Yeah. Just having kind of like the, the other Luke game that was he was uh, really happy about was uh, the Star Wars Fallen Order. Yeah. I have it. I just haven't got around to it. Yet. Do you know what might work if you go to play Ghost of Tsushima immediately? Put it on to, you know, like the most difficult level because then you get neo, not quite, but near neo level parrying and move sets and you have to, you have to be on the ball. If you play it on normal, you're just running about twatting folk in the It's just a button smasher. Yeah, it's, it's not. Hey, you brought up something really cool. None of us played near. Oh, near replicant. It's still in my yeah. it's still in my Amazon box and every time I go to the basket it says near replicant has reduced in price it went like 49.99 down to 33 pound it's back up to 46 pounds just now I I can't I can't fuck it. if I had nothing else to play it would be the first game I would buy Okay yeah yeah cuz cuz like we all like to be honest though I I've it near's one of the only 360 games I've got which isn't compatible with my Series X so I'm sort of like and I've heard that it is a remaster but not it's not really a remaster is it it's just like I think it's pretty much the same thing with one extra ending or something like that isn't it yeah I've heard they've taken out some of the jank but it's pretty much almost Mm. a port Mm -hmm. from what I've heard which is fine by me to be fair uh, I've still got my three sixteen aloft, so I'm happy. I'm, yeah, I'm good. I've got a copy of. I'm, I'm, I will pick it up at some point because Automata was the first game I've ever played in that series, and it's probably in my top five of all time games. It made I've a ever, huge impact. Yeah, on you, like yeah. absolutely. So I'll easy pick up Replicant just whenever I run out of games to play. I know I've said this a bunch of times today, good. but that might be an episode game. Yeah. I was gonna say I've I've not I've not I'm not compelled to go through all the Dragon Guards either as well. I the only one I played was Dragon Guard three, and it was okay. It was fine. Yeah. Just not not my thing really. Um. Mm. All right, guys, we we meandered for a little while there. Yep, yep. All right, so you get two final mentions. If anybody tries to slip in any words about the final mentions, they will get slapped on the wrist. Uh, Let me open my drawer. <laughs> And final thoughts on what it's been like so far this year for you. I'll I'll go first while you open your drawer, Mike. So for me, this year has been good. I've had a few lulls. I was hitting games hard earlier in the year. It caused me to get a wee bit of fatigue. I'm back on track just now. Uh, PS5 has been really strong for me. This next generation has been super strong. 120 frames a second, Neo. My God, I'm playing a game in 120 frames a second. <laughs> you know, like, it's been good. I've had Spider-Man. I've had, uh, what was the other one I mentioned? Just so I don't double up on games. Oh, Craig, I don't pay attention when you oh, talk. For the love of God. No, I mean, Anyway, uh, Sackboy. He said, he said uh, Catherine, Sackboy. Yeah. 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 So Sackboy and Spider-Man, they are really solid this it's not next gen now, it's this gen. They are this gen games. And it just, it hammers home how lucky we are to be doing this just now. So that's been my year. Mostly highs, bit of low. Uh, my two additional games, just to name drop, but not say any words about. But I might say a couple of words about. 
our oh my gosh, Craig observation. We're going to do an episode later in Burger the year. No, that's Observer, which I'm not playing. Oh, okay. I'm not playing. I was going to buy Observer. It's like cyberpunk, you know, like adventure puzzles. You've got to figure out, and then all the reviews are like. There's unnecessary jump scares and stuff. And jump scares is the one thing I don't like. Jump scares scare you? I don't like uh, jump scares. Enough. I can take tension. I can take, you know, like, darkness and fumbling about. And I don't know what I'm doing. But a jump... You took Resident Evil too, just fine. Yeah, a jump scare? Nah. When, when what's his face? Um, Fedora Hitler jumps through that wall in Resident Evil 2... That had uh, me nearly phoning an ambulance. Now, see, I can understand why you went Fedora Hitler, because like Hitler, he was eight feet tall. Mm -hmm. uh, No mustache whatsoever, wore a fedora and trench coat. There's a lot of similarities. I wonder if it's just social commentary. It's just just like (laughs) completely and utterly like terrifying person. Anyway, anyway, um, what was I saying? You just finished saying Observer and oh, not uh, talking about it. No, I'm not saying Observer. I'm saying Observation. We're doing a, a retro rewind later in the oh. year about that. So we'll we'll talk about it then. But it is, it's great. Go and play it. And the other one is a weird one. Dark Side Detective was released on PlayStation this year. It's an older PC point-and-click adventure. And it's just a fab wee game. It ticks a lot. Is that of- the one with the animals? No. That's black something. I didn't say black anything. And it's, it's where said, you play as a panther in like a noir world? I said dark. I thought that was black. Who oh. who have Disney given their Star Wars license out to now? Oh my goodness. The dark side detective. Just if you like point and click <laughs> adventures, go and have a click about because it's it's got like old humour and it's funny and dialogue and blah. It's It, it was a treat to play. So to get us back on track, Mike, what about you? Mm. Oh, God, what a terrible year. What a terrible <laughs> year. It's just, I mean, my list of games completed is tr- atrocious this year. I, I I, think at one point I was an average, I was a 60, 70 person. I'd have 60 or 70 games completed in a year. It'd be like, you give me an RPG, two weeks later, done. You know, Xenoblade Chronicles X or Cross or however Ew. it's pronounced. I think I, I polished that in like two and a half weeks, I think. And it's, you know, that's ridiculous. That's not physically possible by humans, but I did it. Um, now, I don't get much time to play, but in the meantime, I've managed to purchase all the next-gen systems, sometimes twice. Don't know what that's about. But, uh... I've just not bought anything. I live in a world where I'm happy getting a super quality product for super cheap. And as a result, I have a feeling half the games which could have been on the list today have not just not been played. They're going to be 20, 22 games for me, most likely. Um, but it does mean that I've managed to get hold of all the things I've wanted from the last generation quite frequently. Um... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I've just picked up so much stuff now that I think I've swamped myself. You know, I've got uh, I, the Somnium Files, sat in the drawer, and that's something that I'd be, you know, kicking myself for trying to complete quickly because it's, uh, you know, the next good thing from um. Yeah, that's right up your alley. Yeah. Stuff. 
And that's that's what I'd want to be doing, but I've just let it sit in the drawer while I'm still thinking about continuing the Tales series. I've got like I still got Zillia two to complete. I've got Zestiria sat at the bottom. <laughs> I've already bought Bazeria. <laughs> I know Tales of Arise is going to be on Game Pass at the end of the year, most likely. So you know I've screwed myself over. Not to mention I've got Dragon Quest seven on the 3ds upstairs which i've played 10 minutes of despite you know waiting ages for uh there's lots i'm playing and, and the thing is i've got a bit of a penchant for bloody jrpgs haven't i like an idiot i and think we all that's do a yeah. road to hell. that's a road to hell <laughs> do you know because you know what you're in for they're the best value games <clears throat> but they're not the best value games if you're never going to actually get around to playing them that's the problem i think <laughs> They're, they're never exceptional games, the Tales games. I don't know what it is, but they're, they're like, they're just like they're comfort food. really mm-hmm. nice food. They're yeah. very nice. Yeah. You just you sit there and you're like, you don't have a care yeah. in the world. You probably don't have a job. No. <laughs> <You're> just, <laughs> you won't by the end. <laughs> and it's you know, it's, there's something cool about that. There's that there's definitely has its niche, and I don't know how it not, ambles on. Not to insult the fine people <laughs> Bandai Namco and everybody likes Tales of games. They are realistically B tier games, and they hold a place and they hold that niche very well. So every once in a while, you're just in the mood for a B tier game. I don't really want to have to pay that much attention. I don't want it to be that difficult. Yeah, fine. A B tier game's fine. Um, yeah, I, I don't actually have disdain for anybody that likes or <laughs> plays Tales of games. Okay. I find them just very monotonous. Yeah, I think the, the thing about Berseria I found was the the combat was okay, quite dynamic, fluid the way the way it normally is. But I had to have a guide open because anytime you hit a puzzle, it was a stupid puzzle. It Ooh. was a stupid maze. Oh yes, puzzle. Stupid, stupid maze. What? What? And there was yes, yeah, Asteria oh had some of those. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it, like Mike, honestly, it was great. Mm. All right, Mike, yeah, sure. your two games. Mm. Okay, no, okay. It's fine. two it's games. Fine, Let's... Craig, it's fine. Uh, ju- just to polish up on what I was saying before, really, I think I like my PS5. I like my Series X. I I liked my Series S until it started collecting dust upstairs. But um, and I still love my Switch. I, I not as much as the other two. I don't think, but um. Yeah, yeah, it's nice to have them all, and most of all, I think the real thing that I've got out of coming to a new gen is uh, you can complain as much as you want about coil wine or things like that, but playing a PS4 Pro game on not a PS4 Pro is the future, and that's that's it. You know, that's the legacy of the PS4. It's just the fan. I think I think <laughs> that's gone. last that's gen gone. might go down as one of the best gaming gens, hands down. Hmm. Like, it was a fantastic gen. We have had a few Mm -hmm. good gothies in Game of the Years, haven't we? Like, like just... Oh, oh, it's been stellar almost every year. Except maybe the first. Mm, And maybe recording (laughs) quality-wise, but I'm sure, like, games choice-wise, we've been spoiled for choice. Like, I came... Oh, absolutely. I came into this with six games... And I've managed to name them all. But I came into this with six games, despite the fact that we can only pick three games for a year and we're halfway through the year. It, we are absolutely spoiled. This is peak, peak prime yeah. time awesomeness for us. There's, 
it's strange how we've come to a point now where there's always something to play that you haven't played and it's always going to be good. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's not bad games anymore, really. Unless you go looking for them. Mattel, I I could happily for years to come Straight continue grenade. buying <laughs> PS4 games, I reckon. God. There's there's just it's ridiculous. When you said to me what are your two honourable mentions? All I did was I, I opened a drawer which contains a load of PS4 games and I went, it's going to be a PS4 game, obviously. So, there we go. So, um, yeah. 13 Sentinels and still have to Dragon play that. Quest 11. Sentinels played it. Is 13, is that AG-ish Rim? Yeah. Yeah. It looks yeah. nice. It's, it looks it's nice. ace. Yeah, it, it, it's I don't get enough time mm-hmm. of it. I, I could have thrown one of I could have thrawn two of ten in the draw there easily. Any of them would have done. You know, they're, they're all notable. You know, That's, and, and yeah, the other one, Dragon Quest Eleven S, which is strangely enough a, an improved version of a game which I already owned and didn't play much of. So it's, sort of, it's ridiculous. You know. So thank you, Mike, for talking about your picks. Um, I have one more thing I want to add, and it's a public confession stroke apology. Uh, can I add it in just now, oh, Dave? Oh, why please? are you apologizing for stroking? Wait. Jeez, man. I mean, that's what we all do late okay. at night when we're, you know, the wife's asleep and you're just like, well, I, I could go for it. I don't think you need to apologize I for usually that. do it while she's so, awake. Well, yeah, but it's, it's awkward for me to do it, you know, in the same room at the time. And she's like sewing and there you are. I mean, no need to apologize. Sewing? you got to do it secretly. you got to do it secretly, Dave. <laughs> anyway. My, my, my wife is really getting into cross-stitching. Okay. So that's what she's been doing. So... Um, my public apology stroke uh, admission is I have now started Sinking City four times and (laughs) and the most recent attempt the most recent attempt saw me play for the longest amount of time it was great I was on to a winner but I still stopped I I don't think I can finish that game, which is really weird because it's kind of half focus home frogwaresy. You know, it's got that feel yep. to it. But I really, I'm not digging it. And Dave bought me this for Christmas. That's perfectly fine. Three years ago, he got me it for Christmas, <laughs> and I just, I just can't see myself ever finishing it. I, I finally put the disc in the box and I put it in my drawer, and I was like. That's never coming out That's again. perfectly fine. I mean, I also watch Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, but you don't see me, like, getting upset that you stopped playing that four uh, and a half years ago. But you would expect that, or, Craig, like, I've got Craig a fighting game. Yeah, that was more of a, hey, dude, yeah. try this. Yeah. But... Dude, it's fine. So that's that's my... I just wanted to get that piece out just now. I, I never played Sniper Elite 3, Dave. <laughs> it's fine. Thank you guys, the guy's gifts do not have strings attached to them. It's, hey, I think you might like this. Give it a try. But uh, no, Kelsey, take I spent more out. time looking at the smiley sticker on it than actually playing but, it. I've got to say, Sniper Elite 3 is actually good, Mike. It's it's a good game. It's, it's not as good as 4, but, you yeah. know. It, it, yeah, guys, this is no, I mean, Mike, I'm pretty sure you've never played Trauma Team either. It's lovely in its collection. <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I, I don't have a problem. Like, like, it's not a problem, guys. There's no need to apologize. I'll play them. I will play them. I, I promise. I well, yeah, I say that too about you know the hundreds of games I have. But let's be honest, 
It's fine. It's fine. There's no need to apologize. I just hate you both. And in the words of J.J. Jameson, you're fired. Um, well, that was good. Okay. So, my wrap-up. Oh, yeah, I'm you're, not going to talk about my picks. But you can a wee bit if you want. No. Uh, okay. So, this year for me has been, like Craig, up and down with a lot more down than up. Not in quality of what I'm playing, but what I feel like playing. Um, I burn, I flamed out hard at the beginning of the show. And we talked about it on the Retro Rewind uh, special that we did, so I'm not going to go too far into it. But, um, for example, and this is not a stupid brag, it's literally an example. By this time last year, I had completed 47 games. This year, I have completed 15. So I flamed out really hard. On the good side of that, I'm spending a lot more time with the games I'm actually playing. I mean, I've platinumed more games this year than I think I did all last year. Um, it's not just rest of the end and I'm done. But um, here's a weird thing I've run into. I can't. I have not yet to finish a PS5 game, and I have a bunch. Um, I have not finished Village. I just got Ratchet and Clank, so you know that that's that. I, I barely touched Demon Souls. I, I think this is honestly a goodbye PS4. Xbox, well, already goodbye Xbox because I played Rare Replay and Cuphead. You're good. Um, I haven't finished Voodoo Vince. I need to finish Voodoo Vince, I guess. But yeah, it, it, this year has been weird so far for me. I find myself a lot more actually consuming media about games than playing it, and that terrifies me. I don't like that. But uh, now that the year is starting to pick up, I'm starting to get way... Uh, I'm starting to get, like, the, okay, let's bust through as many games as possible. Energy back again. So, um, I'm curious to see where the rest of the year takes me. It hasn't been bad by any stretch of the imagination. This isn't, like, the best launch we've ever had, but we have a solid list of games for each system that are complete crackers. And then you have the Switch. I mean, the Switch, while not being my favorite console by any stretch of the imagination, has a very strong library. So... Again, you're not wanting for anything. This is it's it's the golden years. Um, my two games that I'm going to bring up as play these, they're very good. Are oddly enough two anime games because <laughs> why not? Uh, one is East Memories of Salsetta, and the other one is hold on, let me check my system. I always screw up the name. That 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 East game is a. Vita game, yep. isn't it? And it, it, it's not okay. like completely remastered, but it's remastered enough to where it doesn't feel like a Vita game anymore. It's pretty good. Okay. Um, Labyrinth of Refrain, Coven of Dusk. So there's my two picks. Uh, play them. They're fun. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, this is long, but every once in a while we kind of like to have one of these hangout episodes where it's we're just hanging out talking about games. Who would have thought that's fun? Uh, if you would like to support the podcast, go to your nearest beach, throw 37 cents into a bottle, put in care of Dave, and throw it into the ocean. Uh, it may get to me at some point. We don't know. You're, you're right there, Mike. <laughs> I just I just pictured the uh -huh. whole thing. And I thought, what That's the good. fuck is going on? <laughs> Um, we don't have anything you can support uh, other than the show itself. We don't care if you review us. All we care about is if you listen. And if you listen, we hope you enjoy yourself. So you know what? Don't tell a friend they suck. If you would like to um, maybe suggest a game, we have that on the 
website where you can fill out a bunch of forms. No, like no, I can't do this. Can't. You do not fill out a bunch of forms. <laughs> Sorry. What there is is there's one form and you can just fill out what you want in it. There aren't a bunch of forms. We've done this like 50 times now. There are no <laughs> bunch know, of forms. Okay. <laughs> well, I meant like there are a bunch oh, of options. Like we have a just saying hi form. We have a retro rewind no, form. We, we don't. Bit effect we don't have all of those forms. I've never been on the website, Craig. I don't even know what the name of the show there's is. <laughs> one <laughs> form. There's one form. And you can do lots right, of things right, with it. Let, all right, all right. So on the website, we have a form where if you put in your social security number, you can suggest a game. Is that right? <laughs> uh, claim us on your W-2. Might as well. Uh, no, okay. So, yeah. Uh, what Craig said, because he says it infinitely better than I do, and he's got a better accent. Um, other than that, thank you very much for listening. Our next big games are going to be Craig... Mm. Uh, Bloodborne and Disco Elysium. One is good. One makes me want to punch people. Don't know which one it is. Um, other, th- that's it. Uh, we have a special coming up for the retro rewind. I think it releases after this one, right, Craig? <laughs> yeah, it'll release next week. Okay, so uh, look forward to that. Where me and Craig do something incredibly stupid with our time. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, uh, guys, I would say everybody say purple burglar alarm, and we're good to go. Par- Purple burglar alarm. <laughs> nope. Sorry. You failed. Oh, my Purple burglar alarm. <laughs> Craig is now a murloc from World of Warcraft. Look what you've done. Thank you very much for listening. We hope you've had a great six months like we did. And if not, there's really nothing we can do about it. So we will catch you next time. Say goodnight, gentlemen. Goodnight, gentlemen. Goodnight. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. Gentlemen.